Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. That's right, John. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, so, uh, dude, th- life got crazy there. Yep. And, uh, and continues to be crazy, but... Late night, sitting here, we're recording Arrow on Target. We're going to talk about episode number... I'm not sure what episode number this is, but it is <laughs> called Broken Hearts. And it was very, uh, very Valentine's Day-y, despite the fact that it came out in March. Yeah, well, we saw Cupid earlier around Valentine's Day. That's true, that's true. And so we're just bringing her back. I loved it, man. Uh, Cupid is one of the, the coolest villains and characters that Arrow has to offer. I would agree. Um, get, get these uh, like Harley Quinn kind of vibes and, uh, and and definitely kind of that crazy, unbalanced, like anything could happen right. uh, at any moment. Yeah. And uh, and I, I loved, loved this episode because of that. Yeah. The, uh, the overarching story... Really focused on, on uh, Felicity and Oliver's relationship, right? And huh. the aftermath of what happened previously. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since we've done this. I'm trying to remember the format of our podcast here, John. So we usually talk about the things we like. Yes. Okay. And then so we usually like, talk about the things yes. we don't like, and okay. then we usually talk about the moving forward. Yes. The, the things I like, yes, obviously are. I love Cupid. Great villain. Yeah. Uh, need to see more of her. Um, and honestly, like. In terms of the show, I really like how we were dealing with this relationship. It felt really organic with the rest of the story. What I don't like mm-hmm. is whenever, you know, like we force uh, relationship um, drama into the midst of another story that yep. doesn't serve it. Yep. And this did not do that. This right. felt very natural. And like, yeah, it's a convoluted way to get them to have a marriage and have this discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but yeah. I was okay with it. Yeah, I was totally okay with it. And, like, that's the funny thing about, like, this show and, like, this one being kind of, like, a one-shot kind of situation. There were some things that dealt with, like, Damien Dark kind of, uh, you know, to, to keep that through line yeah, going. Barely. Um, barely. And uh, I'll talk about that in the later section of things I don't like. But anyway, so we've got... we but the main portion of this episode was pretty much a standalone. Like you could book into this, you could watch this episode and like enjoy it without knowing anything else that's going on. And I love that because it's, it gives uh, these characters a unique opportunity to show different sides of themselves to remove them from, you know, the, the standard every week action uh, of Damien dark and, and those types of villains and take us and put us into kind of a unique situation. Um, and I loved how like the the things kind of aligned, and I guess I didn't really necessarily see it coming. Where it's like the whole like uh, fake wedding situation, but it's like when it, whenever it happened, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is so like comic booky and amazing, and I love that about it. You know, it's, yeah. it's uh, it just felt so natural to to the source material and stuff. So right. one other thing I did want to say about that, I loved that. Whenever we were like, oh, who are these people uh, and stuff? I love that Thea is the one that kind of comes up and is like, oh, psh, obviously that's such and such and such and such. Don't you guys go online or read blogs or, you know, Snapchat or anything? Like, and so like you have those, that cool dynamic where it's, you see a different side of Thea that we haven't seen as enough of this season yeah. where it kind of shows that she still is 
the you know she still has elements of season one Thea uh, in her. Right. I and I get that. Um, I also those think it's like it, it's it's we're pretending like these other characters in the show aren't also <laughs> young and in that same generation. Basically. You are correct. You know, like Oliver Queen is basically a younger version of Bruce Wayne. Right. You know. Right. And I guess if I think about, you know, okay, so he was on the island for what, five years and he's come back and now it's been four years. So at max, he's like maybe like low 30s. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and so, yeah, you're right. That's not out of that, that, uh, out of that age group just yet either. So, um, but I do think that, you know, his, who, who Oliver is, he's not the type of person to really care about these things. Thea is the type of person to care about these things, so it's nice to see that that side of her isn't completely removed. It is weird that Felicity wouldn't also know these things and that, like, Diggle wouldn't also know these things because there's times whenever Diggle is, like, super up on, uh, like, pop culture and things that that have been funny before. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, yeah, but, I mean, it makes sense that Oliver is out of the loop, but not necessarily the other characters. You're correct. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I did think that was a cool moment. So, uh, let's... let's move for a second into things we don't like and i think i kind of know where you're going okay so help me remember let's go back Mm -hmm. to last year Mm -hmm. okay there was the series of episodes when oliver was dead quote unquote Mm -hmm. and uh everything got very batman-esque in starling city oh my gosh and there was a villain the main villain during that portion yeah we were dealing with blood and stuff like that, but what was was it? It wasn't blood. It was like there was someone else who was basically the mob dealer, like the mob. What oh, was his name? Who, what was his name? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy who who uh, who was like bald and he, oh, he talked yes. like, kind of like this. Yeah, really what was that guy's name? I don't remember, but that dude was awesome. And that that entire like there was three episodes there that just psh, perfect. Like they were amazing, and and it it put like good light on every single character and it really made me feel like okay so despite the fact that uh that oliver queen is who this is about and arrow is who this the show is about it it guy, let, right? yeah that guy yeah, it says it why does a, he have a milk mustache I, in that picture i have no idea it just says danny brickwell like what but what was his villain name it brick Brick, yes. It was brick. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. And uh but yeah dude, he was awesome. And yeah, it was a standout. So good. Okay. So great villain. Yeah. All right. Right now, Damien Dark, terrible villain. Not a great villain. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, we were building to like to make him like the big bad and like it's going to be a big threat. And it's like yeah. he's just like sitting around doing nothing, man. Yeah, well, and then, then like there's the like it's super weird that like he's just he's just in in court. And he's not like he's not threatening. Right. He's not like. I mean, he doesn't even seem that confident. Right. Um, <laughs> you I know? know. That's what it's I mean. Like he's a terrible villain. And I guess like you take away his powers and maybe he's less confident. But I feel like he should still like even be overcompensating for right. the fact that he doesn't have powers anymore. Well, now like, well, I mean, I guess this. I, I'm getting all these episodes. I just watched three episodes in a row, so like <laughs> they're all jumbling together. But. Now, like his wife is more of a villain than he is, right? Which makes which makes sense because like we had the big reveal of like basically uh, whenever we had the reveal that she knew everything and she was kind of like well, pushing him into all this stuff, and that's right. not makes sense that she's threatening, but it doesn't make sense that he is no longer threatening. Yeah, like he should still be pretty threatening. Yeah. but anyway, the biggest thing I think with this particular episode, this specific episode, was the courtroom stuff, and this is been a, a like a sticking point for me with every single time we go into the court in arrow is that it is so 
like the dialogue is bad. It's unbelievable. It's yeah. like people are objecting to things and it's like, what are you objecting to? There's <laughs> nothing to object to. And then like, you know, in this particular episode, like Laurel has like no case yeah. and thought she was just going to walk into the court and like do this. It's like, no, she's a lawyer. She would know that she has no case yeah. going in here. It's the most unre- unrealistic uh, ridiculous situation. And I think like it, it was what's hilarious is early, I think in season two, whenever we had the first courtroom thing, like they had like law and order writers come and like write those portions. And I'm like, and it, it was still, and I was like law and order. Wait, come on. These people should one, know this. Stuff. Okay. Which one was that? So like we've had, there was one with Moira. Was that that one in season two? Maybe. Was that- um, the first one, the first courtroom thing that we ever had was with Oliver in season one where it was like, oh, he's the arrow. And then we found out that he's right. not. That one was yes. good. That one was good. But then everyone since then has just been like, I agree, just completely out there. And I'm like, have you not ever watched an episode of like the good wife? Right. <laughs> to find out how to do like a courtroom, or, yeah, or a courtroom law and parlay order. or like, yeah, or law and order where it's like, or jag or jag where you like the courtroom stuff where you don't know what's going to happen before it happens. And then like, it leads you to this cool re- like revelation at the end of it. And you're like, Oh, this is how we do it. Yeah. And that's tr- like what, that's the formula that they're trying to hit here. Man, it's I really just, want to watch jag now. Nothing makes any sense where like, especially I think this episode, someone objected to something, um, and was like hearsay whenever whenever uh, Lance was testifying to something that he actually witnessed. And I'm like, that's not hearsay if he himself witnessed it. If he was saying, I heard from a friend that they witnessed it, right. that would be hearsay. But, yeah. but him saying, I saw, I was in the room when he did this... That's not hearsay. So anyway, it's just it's just weird stuff like that where I'm like that is that was the the worst part of this episode. Luckily, didn't take up a large portion of it, despite the fact that I took up a large portion of the podcast <laughs> talking about it. Well, huh. let, let, I'm, I'm like, and I'm just gonna breeze. This will be like this my same thing every single week until they stop doing it. Yeah. Okay. Again, island does not mean anything. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah, because it doesn't mean anything. I was about to say, like, we we do we even want to talk about what it actually is, happened on the island no, this week? No, but it's in my negative column because it is a waste of my time, and it's a waste of the pacing of the show. Like every time we go there, it kills the pace of the show. You sacrifice like, so much to do it, and it's it's worthless in terms of storytelling. Right, like you're building up to this big moment of like of Cupid blowing stuff up, and you're just like. Whoa. Why do we do this? Like why are we that's here? That's why Flash feels so so much better a lot of times than Arrow is because, yeah. and I, honestly, I think Arrow is the better show. Yeah. But because of those stupid flashbacks, it doesn't feel like it is. Right. Right. Um. So back to some things that I loved. I love the climax of this episode where, like, basically we convince uh, Cupid to to you know <laughs> that love love does exist or whatever and yeah. all this stuff, and uh, and she gets carted off, and specifically they don't kill her. Right. Like she doesn't die. She's not, she's not gone. She'll be back. Right. And I love that. Like that's, she's the only, you know, one of the only villains that we have that just can constantly recurs and is like a sure thing, mm-hmm. uh, in both flash and arrow. It's like Cupid showing up next season, man, that's awesome. That's great. I almost wish she would show up on the flash too. Like that yeah. would be, that would be a really fun show. Yeah. I, um, I'm, st- I'm still not necessarily like, I'm really, I'm bummed out by the fact that Oliver and Felicity are not together. Oh, man. Like, I know early on I wasn't on the Felicity-Oliver bandwagon, you know, like last season or whatever, whenever they started, like, seriously pushing that agenda. Yeah. But, like, now it's just like we've put so much time and effort and energy into this Mm -hmm. that, like, I want this to be a thing. Yeah. You're rooting for them. You want, you want Felicity to work. Yes. 
Um, I agree. And it's, and I mean, you know, I was probably a little bit more okay with it than you were back then, but I had my hesitations too. Where it was like, man, we just need to decide. Like, I think whenever they had the whole like love triangle thing between Laurel and Oliver and yeah. Felicity, it's like, man, just, just, just to, like writers just decide and go with one of these because make that one relationship compelling because by spreading it out, none of them were. And so whenever they decided, okay, we're wholeheartedly going with, Elicity with a Felicity and Oliver relationship that made sense. And it started to really come together. And it's like, man, especially this entire season up until this point where we open the season with them in the suburbs and that whole thing. And, and she's lying to him rather than him lying to her and mm-hmm. having a past life or, or uh, a uh, parallel life or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, that was so compelling and it was so compelling to see them get through all of these things and deal with all of these things that you just, like, I just want a happy ending for them, man. I just want, I want something, um, I want them to be together and stay together. Um, and as much as cool as this drama was to, uh, to go through, I still, I think they're better together. I think that both of those characters are, they make sense now and, uh, and they fit. So I want to, I want to see them together, Chris. For sure. That's all I have for this episode, man. What do you want to give this? I will give this one. <laughs> well, I've got a dock a hood, a full hood for mm-hmm. the courtroom stuff, just yep. because I'm just like, man, like whenever that happened, I think I laughed out loud whenever some of those things were going yep. on, just because it was so weird. So, uh, so I'm gonna say four hoods where it could have been five if oh, you'd man. removed some of that stuff. Yeah, I'm so. gonna give it a three hooder. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. It's it just. Yep. <laughs> I see. I see. You know, it makes sense. Um, the one thing, other thing that I love, the setup to Cupid, where we have all of the, like, the bodies are in the, in the heart shape. Oh, man, that was super and, cool. Oh, my gosh. Super awesome and super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> super creepy. Three and a half hoods. Oh, there you go. Just that, for that? Just for that. Half <laughs> hood just for that. That's awesome. I love it. Oh, man. Well, that's it for this week. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can find our main podcast. Uh, this week we actually are talking about um, the PlayStation 4.5 or PlayStation Neo. Um, so check that out over at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts, both this, uh, Flash on Target, and Stay on Target at your favorite podcast service of choice. We're on Google Play Music everywhere now. We are on uh, iTunes Store. We are on Stitcher. We are on mm. TuneIn Radio. Mm-hmm. There it is. There's the other one. And uh, and so check us out there. Subscribe. Rate the podcast. We will love you forever. That's it for this week. Well, actually, Twitter's. Chris, your Twitter is. Chris2250. And my Twitter is JohnWright777. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Target.